It's the Go Million and Go Million Interview and Prayer Call Podcast. You will be blessed in two ways, with an influential interview and the engagement of powerful prayer. And now, your host, Bishop Nathaniel Go Million. We thank God for you being a part of the Go Million and Go Million Ministry Interview and Prayer Call Podcast. And uh, today we're going to be interviewing a very interesting uh, young lady, uh, Dr. Patricia Good uh, Champ. And uh, don't forget uh, that you'll be able to watch this on uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, YouTube. Go tell somebody to watch us now. And if you missed the interview, you can go out to gomillion.gospelradiotoday.net. That's gomillion.gospelradiotoday.net, and you'll be able to listen to this interview. Subscribe out there, and you'll be able to listen to this interview and many, many other interesting interviews. Let's uh, bring uh, Dr. Patricia Gu Champ on. There she is. Hello. Good morning, ma'am. Good morning. Good morning. So good to see you. So good to see you. Good to see you too. Good to see you too. Pray that you are having a fantastic day, even though I know it's it's been busy. Oh yes, yes. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Um, so let's get right to it, Doctor Champ. Um, uh, Doctor Champ, uh, are you are you from Richmond? I was born in Danville, Virginia, but uh, I've lived in Richmond since I was six years old. So I guess they will allow me <laughs> to say I'm from Richmond. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. Now, now uh, you said six years old? Yes, uh-huh, yes. Okay, okay, okay. Well, you from Danville. You from up there where some uh, great preachers are from. My good friend, Dr. Wesley McLaughlin is from oh. Danville. Right. In fact, I call him my homeboy. Yeah. Every time I see him. Yeah. He's from Danville as well, as well. Yeah. Yeah. He and his wife both are great, great preachers. Right. Right. Uh, so uh, besides uh, living in Richmond, you said you moved there when you were six years old. Um, uh, how, how did that? Well, I guess I, I'm asking how did that happen? Were your parents moved there or? Yes, uh huh. They moved uh, to Richmond, and my grandfather died, and so my uh, father uh, he came and brought us so that we could live. Uh, that bring my grandmother and be there for her. Yeah. Okay. So okay. we lived in an extended family household. Okay. 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 So, uh, have you lived anywhere else? No. No. No, nowhere, nowhere else. Uh, is there anywhere th th that you fancied or dreamed of living? No, my daughter and her husband and, and granddaughter, they are in uh, Manassas. But I, you know, I, I like Richmond. I think Richmond gives the best of, of sort of everything, the small town effect, but also, you know, it's expanding and becoming quite a place for art and, and all the other things. And certainly it's an awesome place uh, to do ministry. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, let me see if I can do something here. Okay, yeah, that's better. Uh, so um, you um, founded your church um, a, 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 a while ago. 
um, and there were not many people, because I know I founded our church about 30 years ago. There were not many people that were founding churches, and there were even fewer women who were actually founding churches. Um, what inspired you to, uh, to do that? Well, I had uh, been the associate, an associate, I went there as a minister of Christian education and became an associate minister and then associate pastor and then executive pastor at 31st Street Baptist Church under the leadership of Dr. Darrell Rollins. And I was with him for 10 years and uh, serving the 31st Street Baptist Church family. And during that time, um, we were doing a lot of outreach and I was really uh, led to the, the needs of people in Creighton Court and then in Wickham Court. And so um, the birth of Faith Community Baptist Church was out of a need for ministry to be done in Creighton and, and Wickham Court, which at that time they were warring with each other. And then, of course, once we started the ministry 28 years ago, the people from um, Fairfield were added. Well, it was Fairfield and Wickham and then Creighton asked to be added to the vision. But it was out okay. of the need. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Well, that answered one, one, uh, one of my questions, which was, how did you get the location? And uh, well, how did you get the name? Uh, through prayer. Uh, uh, we started in an old bowling alley that uh, we had to move out of after the first two years because because the roof collapsed. And that story of how we moved into that big bowling alley is a, is a story of God's power in and of itself because it was never for rent. But uh, when I was praying about, um, I was given the vision for the church on Easter Sunday of 1994. We did not uh, launch the ministry until March of 1995, because as soon as I uh, talked about, uh, received the vision, Pastor Rollins became very sick. And in fact, uh, his illness led to him uh, getting a transplant. And so I was really uh, knew that God didn't want me to leave at that time, but to be there for him as well as for the church. And so as I was praying about uh, the name of the ministry, uh, it was about two things. It was about faith. Okay. And it was about being a church that would be pivotal in the community, not just in building, but really its presence would be where the people would see themselves, whether they officially joined or not that they would see this church as a part of their community. And so the name Faith Community. And uh, when Dr. Rollins, when I first met with him, when he was well enough for me to share the vision with him, the first thing he asked was, what was the name? And I was able to share because God had given it to me. And of course he was delighted, you know, Faith Community uh, Baptist ministry at that time and then became Baptist Church. Okay, okay. So he was very supportive of you, and I think that was uh, that's wonderful. Um, that I think that's that's wonderful because a lots of times, 
uh, traditional Baptist pastors, and number one, are not supportive of persons founding churches, and then certainly a lot of them are not supportive of uh, of women pastors. So yeah, that's he, uh, commendable. He was extremely supportive. In fact, he led 31st Street to pay my salary for the first year of our existence as a church, which was awesome. Wow. And uh, we presented the vision at a church meeting and uh, he allowed me to pass out my brochures for the church and any who wanted to uh, join with me, they were encouraged to do so. And of course we started Faith with 23 members. All right, that is, uh that that's uh that that's awesome now uh let me ask this question um how much blowback did you get from the the, the other churches in in the city if any well you know it's all you know richmond is a seminary town yes and yes. so um there's not a lot of openly verbal resistance to women in ministry although we know that there is. Uh, but I was supported, first of all, by Baptist General Convention. Um, of course, you know, uh, one of the things that was said to me early on when I shared the vision was, well, you know, you're in line to move up. And of course I did eventually become president of Baptist General Convention. But at that time, you know, people were, well, all you gotta do is wait, you're gonna be president. But this was something completely different. Uh, when I did go to that location, it was interesting that the Muslims were already doing work in that area, and they immediately called and said, uh, Sister, we have your back. We realize, we understand you're going to come over and uh, be working in this area. Let us know how we can help. It was interesting that I had men to say to me why we don't need another church in this area. And so, but it was, uh, if I were to compare the negative to the positive, it was so minute. Uh, most of the brothers were very supportive uh, and did whatever, you know, they could uh, to help. All right, all right. Well, you, but you, you, you're a good person and, and, and always I've known you to have a good, good reputation uh, and, and just to be a, a, a person with a good spirit. Uh, and that always kind of endears you uh, to, to people. And certainly yeah. it endears you to God. God has his hand on, on people and he can make them do what it is that they don't even know mm. that they're going to do. Yeah. yeah. So we thank God. We thank God um, for you. So 28, 28 years. And uh, now uh, you, you are the head of a department at the uh, at, at the school, Virginia Union University, Samuel DeWitt Proctor. Uh, uh, and excuse me, because all of these gray hairs are real. Uh, uh, and, and I read your bio, but I, I, I forgot what department that you are head of. Help me. It's Black Church Studies. Okay, Black Church Studies. Okay, okay. And, and so... Uh, your classes, are all your classes in that department or are they in other areas? Well, I'm uh, an associate uh, professor of practical theology. And so most of the required courses in the area of practical theology I teach. And also that department with the adjuncts as well as the uh, 
the full time is because the, the primary purpose of Virginia Union, Sam DeWitt Proctor School of Theology, is to prepare men and women who are going to serve the black church and the black community. And we don't make any apologies for that. And so the Department of Black Church Studies is to make sure that our curriculum has courses that are relevant for persons that are going to not just get a degree, but are gonna go back to do the work of ministry in our churches and in our communities. Okay. Okay, my wife says good morning, Doctor. A good champ. Oh, Blessing good to you. morning to you. Yeah, Elder, I see her. Yeah. Elder Sandra Laos Jenkins says blessings. Yes. Uh, uh, so, what what is your favorite class to teach? Well, I love uh, teaching that first course, Introduction to the Church and Its Ministry. Because uh, it's it most, well, they take it when they first come in and it allows me to open up a lot of thoughts, you know, about the church, about uh, the minister as a person, uh, about some of the uh, current issues such as succession, about church planting, about um, the church and politics, things like that. And so I open all those things up at the very beginning. And then as they go further in seminary, they're able to kind of add meat to the, to the bone. And then of course, I love senior seminar. I teach all of the students before they leave because I have them for senior seminar. And that's where they do their capstone, which is we require at um, School of Theology that they offer their life's work, in other words, what is this work that you have come to Virginia Union to be enhanced to do at a greater degree or to begin doing? And so that capstone uh, shares their, their vision for ministry as they go forth from the school with their degree. And that is always so powerful. And even when I see students that have graduated and I ask them about the things that they shared they were gonna be doing in their capstone just to hear the progress that they're making and what they're doing, you know, in their ministries. Okay. And those okay. are two of my favorites. Okay. Okay. Good morning, uh, Bishop Larry Branch. He says, he says, God oh, bless you. Yes. My good friend, yes. And uh, Anthony Jerome Everett, not sure if you know him. He may know you. Yes. Knows you. yes. But we thank God for him uh, uh, as, as well. So Dr. Champ, uh, now, uh, as long as you've been in ministry, I, I feel ashamed to even ask this question. Have you written any books? Because I'm sure you have. I should probably ask you, are you are you working on another book? Well, I've written uh, three books and I've been working on one book that I need to just really stop and finish it. But the books that I've written uh, are two children's books. One is called Pamela Goes to Church and it's about worship. Okay. And it's written for children. And then the second is Pamela Gets Baptized. And both of those books uh, we have used in our church for uh, the children, the youth, when they accept Christ and then when they're preparing for baptism. And then uh, when I was diagnosed with cancer, I wrote a book entitled The Gospel According to Cancer. And so it's like my first year of kind of things that... Um, 
I wrote in my journal. And so as I began to share those with with women and in different places, people ask me, uh, is it anywhere I can get that? And then I don't know if you remember the late Dr. Robert Pettis, he and I were good friends and I was sharing with him uh, one day and he said, well, that sounds like the gospel to me, Pat. And so I always tell him, I said, you named the book. So it's called The Gospel According to Cancer, helping people to understand in whatever situation we find ourselves, there's always God's good news. And then the, the, the book that I am working on and need to finish is uh, Without a Blueprint, Reflections of a Female Pastor. And I really do want to get that done uh, well, this year. Out. Yeah, I really do. Oh. I talk about many of the things in the class. I teach a class on um, uh, women in ministry, but I also talk about it in Introduction to Church and its ministry for the women in the class. But but it's not just for women, just for men to even see, because we all go through some of the same things as pastors. But a lot of times things are different uh, with regard to gender. There's the same issue. For example, dress is not a big issue for men, no. but it is an issue for women. Yes. You know, our, our marital status, the marital status of the minister, of the pastor, is not always an issue, but for women it can be. And so yes. those kinds of things, you know, just even how our leadership styles, I was with Dr. Rollins for 10 years, and so my leadership style I got from him a lot because that was the one I was observing and I've been under four other male pastors. And so, you know, when you're under male pastors, you all have the gift of knowing how to walk in your anointing. And when you walk into a room, you walk in knowing that you have been ordained and commissioned and assigned to that space. And so that's the way I move. And so I tell women, we can learn from our brothers. They don't walk in apologetically. They walk in expecting people to listen to what they have to say. You know, they walk in uh, being able to know that this is the, this is the space that God has given me uh, to be responsible for. And a lot of times women walk in timidly, almost asking for permission instead right. of walking in the anointing that God has given them. Uh, that, that's going to be a phenomenal book. Uh, that's one of my spiritual daughters is on the line here. Uh, uh, Dr. Pastor Hilda Montgomery. She says, good morning. Uh, she said, you're one of her favorite professors. Uh, she's excited about uh, that upcoming uh, book. She is a graduate of Samuel uh, DeWitt Proctor School of Theology as well. Uh, uh, so uh, now... Uh, you, you recently transitioned from senior pastor of the Faith Community Baptist Church. Let's talk a little bit about that. Well, one of the things when God called me to start the ministry 28 years ago, there were two things that were very clear. One was that Faith Community Baptist Church would be a very unique and different Baptist church. That was the first thing. The second thing is that I would not serve as senior pastor forever. So I went in knowing that it was not a permanent assignment. And so it allowed me to do things, you know, in other words, when you know that 
that you are operating with your bags packed, if you will. Mm -hmm. And so I tried to um, to do it when the church was 20 years old. And I made the announcement and the church went into such a cycle of grief and anxiety. I mean, it was like a major meltdown for the church. And uh, I would have people come in my office and just break down crying and carrying on. And so I went back to God and I said, God, now I know I heard you right, that I am not supposed to stay here forever. And God said, no, you heard me right, but you have not adequately prepared the people. And so I immediately went back to the people and apologized, first of all, for causing them that kind of trauma and saying, now we know and we've always known that this day is coming because, in fact, they had put in the Constitution that as senior pastor and founding visionary, I would name my successor. So that was never a problem, you know, even though it was a Baptist church. I said, so we knew that this day was coming. We've got to get ourselves ready. So what we're going to do is we're going to have this season of fasting and prayer. So we went into a season of fasting and prayer. And then we came out with a three-year process. And because I said, we're going to do this when we're 25 years old. And so that's what we did. And so the first year was about, you know, discernment. The second year was about uh, seeking. And then the uh, third year was about on-the-job revelation, where the person was walking with me, you know. And... Um, my brother, Dr. Lance Watson, uh, was very helpful because when I went to him, he said to me, Pat, look around you. You know, the person is already there, maybe already there. And of course, when he said that, uh, it immediately opened up, you know, for me to really uh, see as God would allow me to see. And, you know, and I did... Um, I did consider or ask rather all of those persons that were with me. And of course, as God would have it, uh, it fell to, uh, to be the one that uh, is now our senior pastor. Okay. 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 That, that's, that, that, all of that is, uh, is, is good. Uh, but uh, now, during your time uh, as senior pastor, you all developed a community development corporation uh, called um, CID. H how long has that been in existence? Since 1997, two years after the church. Oh, and wow. CID, uh, CID stands for Community in Development. Yes, and yes. so it was designed to be able to do things that some, you know, to first of all, to be able to allow corporations and others to assist us financially. And a lot of times what they required uh, is that, you know, we have a, a, a 501c3 in order to do that. Uh, but it has its own board. It has its own constitution and bylaws. It has its own uh, finance system. And so it is not connected to the church in those ways at all, but it is an extension of the work of Faith Community Baptist Church because a lot of the things that we do, we do it through SID. One of the first grants that we got uh, through SID, we were one of the first churches to begin to minister to persons infected with HIV and AIDS. 
And we came about that because one of our members was missing. And as we tried to find out what had happened, because she was so excited and then we didn't see her, we found out that she was at home taking care of her mother who was dying of AIDS. And of course, as deacons and ministers, as we rallied around her, we said, you know, we need to find out more about this disease. And as we leaned in and did our research, we found out it wasn't a disease for gay white males, but that this disease had the potential to affect all of us. And yes. in fact, as we saw the numbers, we saw that the numbers in our communities were rising because nobody was addressing how to prevent it and how to help people to take care of themselves. And then nobody wanted to talk about it in the church because it's a sexually transmitted disease. Yes, yes. I, and I, so, I get you know, it. Yeah, so that I, was one of our first uh, uh, areas. And then since then, we've done a lot with youth and mental health. And then uh, our last venture is that we partnered with the Virginia Supportive Housing to do 86 one-bedroom apartments across the street, transitional apartments across the street, which uh, they have already started moving in, uh, but it will officially be dedicated at the end of this month. Well, that that's 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 phenomenal, and uh, even though the the two uh, uh, entities are not. Uh, co-connected that's going to help the church mm -hmm. I'm sure yeah. because a lot of those persons who move into those um, that, that project not project I'm, I don't mean it's like I know project, what you're but saying it's the housing area mm -hmm. are, are, are will probably attend uh, uh, faith community uh, Baptist Church right and uh, that'll be a, um, a a good thing not only to steer them and help them in their own direction but also to be a blessing uh, to the church, because as we know, well, that we, we hope that most of the members that join our church will contribute uh, not only financially, but also uh, the time and the mm -hmm. talent. So, right. so that that's going that's going to be absolutely phenomenal. Um, um, so, let me ask this: We have a few minutes left. What, what's your favorite Bible verse? Well, I, I love the one about all things working together for good for those that are called according to God's purpose and plan. Uh, I think that that's a powerful, powerful um, scripture that helps us to see uh, God working things out in the midst of every situation. And then, of course, the, the whole piece of God knowing, you know, the plans that God has made for us. That, um, you know, God, because certainly I never, first of all, um, envisioned myself being a minister and certainly never saw myself being a pastor. But God has directed. It has been God's plans. And so I've had to yield myself to do what God ordained and called me to do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, now, let me ask another question. Who was who, who the preacher? Because I didn't want to ask who your favorite preacher was, because you'd say me. I understand that. But, but uh, no. Uh, who inspires you? What preacher inspires you most? Well, you're right. I mean, it's, all that you know. it's so many, so many. I, I guess certainly uh, Gina Stewart is, is an inspiration. 
you know, she just made history. Yes, yes. And it's so interesting. We could talk about National Baptist Convention forever and a day, but it's interesting that they have not changed since 2003 when I went there as president representing the state of Virginia uh, and how uh, dismissive they were of me as a state president. But, uh, but she is certainly an inspiration. Uh, but I have uh, always, you know, loved my friend, um, uh, Jeremiah Wright. You know, I love, okay. you know, his, it, it's like, um, well, let me just say this. And I don't say it, you know, flippantly, but I say it because it's true. When I, I found out a long time ago that God has a word through every preacher. And so I have not, I, I am able to be ministered to by just a variety of preachers that bless my life and their styles are quite different. Uh, but the sincerity and the anointing that is on them when they present the word is so powerful for me. And certainly every pastor uh, I would consider that I have had the pleasure to serve has been my favorite preacher, you know, from uh, Dr. Winters to Dr. Bledsoe uh, to Dr. Husband to Dr. Rollins, you know, all of them have been awesome, awesome, awesome preachers. But then I can remember the women who weren't even called preachers at the time, you know, um, you know, Dr. Yvonne Bibbs and and certainly Dr. Clara Morton, who were powerful, powerful women in their own right. But then just, um, you know, I can't even call their names, but they had the word that I needed at the time. Okay. Well, Dr. Uh, Champ, our goo champ, our time has come to an end. Uh, but this has been a very powerful, powerful session. And if you don't mind, I'd like to try to get you back on our schedule and have you to come back and we'll talk some more about some of the things that uh, God has on your heart uh, in, in this stage of your, your life. Hey, this is Bishop Gomillion, and I want to thank you for listening to Gomillion and Gomillion. Look, I'm inviting you to connect with me beyond your hearing me weekly. I have resources for your reading pleasure. Here's what I want you to do. Visit my website, gomillionandgomillion.com, and check out our various resources. Let me spell that. That's G-O-M-I-L-L-I-O-N and G-O-M-I-L-L-I-O-N dot com. Check it out, won't you? God bless you. Are you ready to pray? Come on and let's dive in as we call on the name of the Lord. And if you have a prayer request, please let me know by email. You can email me at ngomillion at aol.com. That's N-G-O-M-I-L-L-I-O-N at aol.com. Email me and we will honor your request. Are you ready? Come on, let's pray. Our prayer line is open now at 518-425-1719. And I would like if you, uh, uh, Dr. Champ, would open up our prayer call and then we'll let you go on about your very, very busy day. And again, we thank you so much uh, for being with us. Okay. Today. Well, let us pray. God, we're so grateful for this day. 
We thank you, God, because you have proven yet again that you are always mindful of us. We thank you for the blessing of this day, that you gave us, God, a day that we will never see again. But you thought enough of us, God, to provide these opportunities that will be afforded to us as we move in and out and here and there, God. We know that your presence is going to be with us. Bless everyone who's on the line, God. You know every situation. You know what calls us even to this season of prayer. And God, we know that you are a God who not only hears our prayers, but you are a God who is faithful to answer. And we ask, God, that you would just make your presence known, nudge us, God, nudge us, God, in something that we see, something that we hear, something that we feel, a person that comes and just says a word, a smile, God, a hug, whatever it is. Oh, God, just help us to be mindful that your eyes are on us. And not only are your eyes on us, but you are guiding and directing and moving us through, pushing us, pulling us, carrying us if necessary. God, we thank you. We thank you that we serve such an awesome God. And we thank you for your awesome love that overtakes us. Oh God, oh, may your love overtake us today. May your love outrun any problem, any situation, any distressful moment. May your love overrun and overtake us. And may we feel your presence. We thank you in advance. We thank you, God, in advance. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much for lending us your time, Dr. Champ. It has been an exhilarating experience. Bless you. Um, and you have blessed us. God bless you. Have a great day. You too. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Wow, that was fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. What a fantastic interview with a great, great uh, woman of God, uh, Dr. Patricia Good Champ. Well, we thank God for her opening up our prayer call. And, of course, our prayer line uh, is now open at 518-425-1719. Uh, call somebody, won't you? Tell them that our prayer line is open. And if you are there, we would like for you to get on our prayer line. And if you can't get on our prayer line, just write your uh, prayer request out there on Facebook Live. We'll get it and we will uh, pray for you. Uh, who is on the prayer line today? Uh, good, good uh, afternoon, Deacon Willie. God bless you. Yes, sir. Uh, who else is out there on the prayer line? Janice Carter. How you doing, Sister Janice? Doing well, and you, Bishop? Oh, I'm doing well. Thank you. So good to uh, hear, hear your voice. Amen. Amen. Someone else out there? All right. Well, I'm sure that others will will come on the prayer line. So we're going to start off by asking, uh, okay, there's somebody coming on right now. Who just came on the prayer Hi, line? Deacon. Pardon me? Elder Sandra. Hello, Elder Sandra. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Hey, Deacon. 
We have we have we have Deacon Willie and uh, Sister Janice Carter. Hi, Elder Sandra. Hi, Mother Carter. How you doing? Doing well in yourself. I'm good. Good. All right. We're we're going to start by uh, and, and asking uh, asking uh, Deacon Willie to pray as we thank God for uh, uh, Elder Sandra Durr being with us today on Facebook Live. Uh, all right, uh, Deacon Willie. <laughs> Amen, amen, amen. Father God, Lord Jesus, Lord, say thank you. Thank you, we grace for you, Lord Father God. This is the day that you have made, Lord Father God, and we will rejoice and be glad in it, Lord Father God. Thank you for being God and God all by yourself, Lord Father God. Thank you for making way out of no way, Lord Father God. Thank you for being the king of kings, Lord Father God. In the Lord of Lords, Lord Father God. Your general, Lord Father God. The Prince of Peace, Lord Father God. It may will, Lord Father God. The great I am, Lord Father God. Thank you right now, Lord Father God, for being our rock, Lord Father God. Our soul and shield, Lord Father God. Thank you right Right now, Lord Father God, heal the bishop right now, Lord Father God, from the crown of his head, Lord Father God, to the soul of his feet, Lord Father God, thank you right now, Lord Father God, heal the bones, Lord Father God, thank you right now, Lord Father God, wash him, Lord Father God, clean him, Lord Father God, anoint him right now, Lord Father God, thank you right now, Lord Father God, heal right now, Lord Father God, his wife, Lord Lord Father God, heal his prayer last, Lord Father God, heal the Bible study, Lord Father God, heal his Facebook right now, Lord Father God, heal his interviewer, Lord Father God, thank you right Thank you right now, Lord Father God. Heal Mrs. Sarger right now, Lord Father God. Heal Pastor Kim, Lord Father God. Where is she at, Lord Father God? Heal right now, Lord Father God. Thank you right now, Lord Father God. I can't hear her out, Lord Father God. Thank you right now, Lord Father God. Heal Sister Carter right now, Lord Father God. Give them all a breakthrough, Lord Father God. Give them all understanding, Lord Father God. Get on a deliverance, Lord Father God. Get on a fell man, Lord Father God. Thank you right now, Lord Father God. I know it was the blood that gave strength, Lord Father God. I know it was the blood that gave power, Lord Father God. I know it was the blood that reached to the highest mountain, Lord Father God. And flow to the lowest valley, Lord Father God. Thank you right now, Lord Father yes, God. Lord. What a mighty God that we serve, Lord Father God. Melody for heaven, Lord Father God. Rain down on us, Lord Father God. Thank you right now, Lord Father God. Heal my pastor, Lord Father God. Yes, Lord. Head, Lord Father God. To the soul of the feet, Lord Father God. He was the bones, Lord Father God. He was man, Lord Father God. He was health, Lord Father God. Fill him up, Lord Father God. And let him all flow, Lord Father God. Before I end my prayer, Lord Father God. Heal my own spells, Lord Father God. I'm going my head, Lord Father God. To show my feet, Lord Father God. Thank you right now, Lord Father God. Anything I said or did, Lord Father God. I want to to your sight, Lord Father God. Please put it back in the pit here with came from, Lord 
Christian from the Kingdom of Zion uh, Ministry, College Park, uh, Maryland. We thank God uh, for you on today. Uh, at this time, we're going to ask if Sister Janice uh, Carter uh, would pray. Thank you so much, uh, Sister Carter. We thank God for uh, Sister Janice Carter. We also, again, thank God for Deacon uh, Willie. We give God praise for uh, Sister Carter. We covered your membership at the top. We love you so very much. Uh, did anybody else come on the line? All right. Well, praise God. We thank God again for being here. 
Uh, and this time, pardon me. At this time, we're going to ask if Elder Sandra Lyles Jenkins uh, would pray uh, for us. Thank God for Elder Sandra Lyles Jenkins. Thank you, for that, Rose. Oh. I think that's Rose. All right, Sister Rose. Yes. All right. Yes. Okay. Well, let's oh, let. Let, good, good evening. Look, uh, let, yeah, let's let Saint, let's let Sister Rose Hunt pray. Sister Rose, let us pray. Yes, I'm here. All right. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for another day. We don't know what this day might bring. Therefore, we put our trust in you. Fill us with your peace that surpasses all understanding. Keep us in a fresh mental and spiritual attitude. Help us to rest and not be stressed. Thank you for being a God who is always near, for you are the center of our lives. Father, thank you for loving us and calling us out of the darkness into the light. Father, we are praying for everyone who needs a miracle today. Yes. Lord. Only you, Father, can do the impossible. You can make a way when there seems to be no way. I pray you touch our homes our families, our health, and our finances. Father, we bind up all sickness and diseases. Yes. For those going into surgery, we ask that you yes, have the hand of the surgeon. Yes, Lord. Up to all the sick and children today, and restore health to their bodies. Dear God, give all the cancer fighters the healing today. Thank you. Father, we thank you for the angels that are encamped around us. Yes, Lord. Some of us are carrying so many burdens today. They have family problems, financial problems, bereavement, drug and alcohol addictions. Father, we are grateful for your love and mercy. Merciful Father, we are thankful for the countless blessings that you bestow upon us each day. We give honor and praise to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank Amen. you. Thank you so much, uh, Sister Rose. We appreciate you. Thank God for you, for your ministry of prayer. At this time, we're going to ask Elder Sandra Lyles Jenkins to pray. Amen. Father God, we thank you. We bless you and magnify you. For you are God that is great. There's nobody before you, and there's nobody beside you, and there's no one after you, Lord God. We thank you for everything that you've done and doing, all of the thoughts that you have about us or for us. Lord, we thank you for it. We thank you, Lord God, for every person that you place in strategic positions on their job to minister to the saints, oh God. I know, Father God, you place people in my life that are able to help me bypass all of the rigmarole, Lord, and I just want to thank you for that. Father God, I, I thank you even for uh, promotions, oh God, how you raised up one and set down another, Lord God. I thank you because your word is true. Your word is quick and powerful. Yes, Lord. Lord, and it's just, it, 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 it's, 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 it can heal our bodies, oh God. The word can give us direction. The word encourages us, oh God. We thank you for the power of the word, but we thank you for giving us power, authority, and dominion here 
in the earth, O oh God. We come against all false prophets and soothsayers and all those that are trying to pretend that they have the power of God, but denying it, O oh God. I pray that the truth of God will, will be prevalent. You said in your word that these days, the last days, people would love themselves more than God. And this is what we're seeing out here. I don't expect for it to get better. I expect for it to get worse. But Lord, I pray that we will keep our stand no matter what happens, oh God, in this world, Lord, that we would not take our eyes off of the Lord Jesus. I pray, Lord God, that he would protect us with his angels and with his divine protection and safety, no matter what happens around us, oh God. It would not come near our dwelling. We pray Psalm 91, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, that your feathers, your wings would hide us, oh God, when trouble comes, oh Lord. When our hearts and minds get overwhelmed, that you would lead us to a rock that's higher than I. Oh Lord God, I thank you for every struggle and, and the suffering that I've been through, oh God, that helped me to be able to see who you are and what you are in my life, oh God. I thank you. You said in all things to give thanks, Lord. And I thank you for being God Almighty in every situation in my life, oh Lord. When I didn't even know you, Lord, you delivered me through so many seen and unseen dangers. So I just bless you, Lord. Yes, Lord. I pray for those all over the world who are suffering with natural disasters, floods and tornadoes and earthquakes and all type of natural disasters. Those that are without food and water, oh God, sewage. Oh God, I thank you. And I pray, Lord God, that you would provide for your people all over this world, oh Lord. I pray, Lord, yes, for these Lord. upcoming elections, oh God, that you would show us and guide us to who is the right person to vote for, someone who has your standards, oh God, and has integrity in the name of Jesus, that it won't yes, compromise when the pressure is put on, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray for those that are missing from home, those that have been kidnapped, abducted, Oh, God, I pray for their return, and I thank you for the ones that you have sent back home, oh, God, and found or recovered, oh, God. The family of the person who drove off the pier, oh, God. Yes, Lord, Lord. I pray that you would come to their heart, oh, God, God and those mercy. others that have, have had family members that have committed suicide <clears throat> and taken their life, those that feel like they have no hope, oh, Lord. I pray that you would touch them and send an angel, a mentor to them that would speak a word of encouragement, a word that is quick and powerful, able to change the trajectory of their life in the name yes, of Lord. Jesus. That you would turn them around, oh Lord, that they would bow down to you, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, I pray for pastors and bishops and all those that are leadership in the church. I pray, Heavenly Father, that they would stand on the word, oh God, that they would believe in the word and, and the Lord God Almighty, that he is, he sees everything that we do, oh God. So I pray, Lord, that we make a mistake if we err, if we fall short, that we be quick to repent and ask for forgiveness and change our ways, oh God, 
in the name of Jesus before you return. Oh, Lord, I pray that our hearts would be prepared for your return because there's so many distractions on the television, so many things that are going on. But, Lord, he said you should know the signs of the time. You can tell that the sky changes and if there's going to be a storm being there. But can you tell when the time is coming where Jesus is soon to return? Lord, I thank you. I pray for those that are straggling the fence <clears throat> with their salvation, oh God. I pray, Lord, that they would give their life yes, unto Lord. you, Lord, and that you would start to do a work and that you would complete it until the day of Jesus. It's you that is doing the work inside of us, oh God. I pray that we would yield to your mighty power in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray, Lord God, for families, oh God, those families that are going through trauma and situations, oh God, I pray, Heavenly Father, that they would hold on to your unchanged hand, the horns of the altar, oh God, that you would bring them through. And when, as they're, as they're coming through, and they may not even reach it, but they haven't seen the end yet, they would start to praise you because they trust you, God, because you never failed them. And you are incapable of failing. The Lord who trusts knowing that you are a God that knows our thoughts, you know our uprising, you know our downsetting, oh God. You loved us even before we gave our life to you, oh Lord. You, we don't have to do nothing. Just just, just be there, oh God, to praise and worship you, oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Lord, we magnify your name and we give you glory. Lord, I pray for those friends of mine and those that are, have a diagnosis of cancer. I pray and declare healing upon their bodies from the front of their head, every organ, every gland, and all their systems in their body be healed. Yes, Lord. I speak to every cancer cell that is trying to spread and multiply. I curse it in Jesus' mighty name that they will not spread. They will not multiply in the mighty name of Jesus. They would be confined to an area until they are destroyed in the name of Jesus. I speak to cells that God has put in our body to fight off infection or fight off invasions of anything that trying to attack our bodies arise in the mighty name of Jesus, that they would fight off and, and fight within our bodies, oh God. We don't even know what's going on in there, but there's a war. In our bodies, oh God, where the, 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 the right cells are fighting off the wrong cells. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you and praise you. I bless, Lord God, those that are standing in the gap, oh God. I pray for the elderly, those that are under my watch, oh God, the elderly that I have to take care of, oh God. I pray blessings upon their lives. I pray strength. I pray for wisdom. I pray for discernment. In Jesus' mighty name, that you would send people in, the ones that I have, that they would continue to watch over them, to bless them, to take care of them, to make them feel love in Jesus' name. I pray for the elderly who are alone, that don't have any children, don't have many visitors, oh Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would send someone their way, oh Lord, to let them know that God has heard their prayers and that he moves according to the compassion that's in them. And the Bible says that the Lord is full of compassion, and that compassion causes him to move. Hallelujah. And when he moves, things are changed for God. 
So we thank you for the change. We thank you for the movement of God in the name of Jesus. Lord, I give your name all the praise and the glory and the honor. I pray for my niece who's wanting and desiring a new job. I pray, Lord, that you would open up a door and window of opportunity for her. She wants a job that's close to home that she can work remotely and that has good pay and has a peaceful environment, oh God. I pray, Lord, that you would bless her with it, Father. Nothing is too impossible for you and you said to ask for what you want and it shall be given, oh Lord. So I pray that your will would be done in her life in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father, when it, when it happens, I pray, Lord, that she would be grateful and that she yes. would give you glory and honor knowing that you have moved on her behalf, oh Lord. I pray you said in the last days that people would be also ungrateful, Lord. I pray, Lord, that the people would be gracious unto the Lord, that they would praise him and thank him for the wonderful things that he has done to the children of men, oh God. Bless Elder Francine and Bishop Domilius. I pray blessings upon their life, Lord God. I pray for healing and deliverance, oh God. Yes, I pray, Father God, for prosperity. And Lord, whatever their hand touches, whatever their mind thinks of, Lord, that you would bring it to pass in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless this prayer line. Bless Pastor Kim in her absence, oh God. I pray blessings upon her church family and those that are connected to this prayer line. I pray for my husband, oh God, that you would continue to heal and deliver, that you would set free and stir the gift up that's in him, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you and praise and magnify your name. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, uh, Elder Sandra Lyles Jenkins. Uh, did anybody else come on the prayer line? All right. Well, Father in heaven, we thank and praise and give you glory and honor for all things. We realize, God, that you are God all by yourself and above you, God, there is no other. We realize, God, that as it, as it has already been said, that your name is above every name and that your name, every knee has to bow and every tongue must confess that you are Lord to the glory of God the Father. And we realize, God, that you are able to do exceeding abundantly above whatsoever we might ask or think. God, when we pray, we pray, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth, even as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name I pray and thank you. Amen. Somebody came on the prayer line? Hello? All right, I thought somebody else came on. Praise God. Well, Father in heaven, in these two minutes we have left, we pray blessings upon everybody on the prayer line. We pray that you would bless Deacon Willie, bless Sister Janice Carter, Elder Sandra Lyles Jenkins, Sister Rose Hunt. We pray that you would bless uh, Pastor Kim White in her absence. God, I pray that you would bless me. Bless our interviewee, uh, Pastor Patricia Gould Champ. We thank God for the great work uh, that she is doing over uh, in the Sid uh, housing uh, project area where her church is. We thank God for the Faith Community uh, Baptist Church and the great work that they are doing uh, in the city of Richmond. God, I pray blessings upon the Full Gospel Baptist Church Fellowship, our presiding Bishop, Bishop Joseph Walker III, 
I found the Bishop Paul Sylvester Morton and his wife. We pray that you bless Bishop Walker's wife as well. We ask God that you bless all of the uh, bishops on the Bishop's Council, the College of Bishops, everybody that is working to help make full gospel to be what you would have it to be. Bless the emerging churches which you've allowed me to lead these past 10 years or more. God, I pray that you blessed uh, Bishop Gregory, uh, Drake and Bishop Tyrone Jefferson. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ. God, we give you glory and honor and praise. We pray that you would not lift your hand from this world, but God, that you would keep it upon this world and keep your hand upon every church, God, and every pastor who's preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. We bind up false doctrine in the name of Jesus Christ. We speak healing yeah. unto everybody on the line, Lord in the name of jesus not only everybody on the line but unto their extended families we speak healing god in the name of jesus god we do give you glory and honor and praise in all things and we realize that your name is worthy to be praised and so we lift our name our hands up and praise you we glorify you in the name of jesus now until this time next week same time same place we pray your blessings upon us and god help us to celebrate black history because it is american history in jesus name god bless everybody have a fantastic day everybody bless you all god bless everybody all right bye-bye you've been engaged with go million and go million interview and prayer call. Bishop Nathaniel and Elder Francine Gomillion serve at Tabernacle of Praise, 5283 Windsor Boulevard in Zunai, Virginia. You can contact them by mailing to P.O. Box 161, Zunai, Virginia, 23898. Sunday morning service time is at 1045 a.m., and virtual Bible study is on Wednesday at 7 p.m. And the number to get in is 518-425-1719. Bishop and Elder are the founders of Gomillion and Gomillion Ministries, covering ministries and pastors, and can be contacted via phone 804-943-8364. Bishop and Elder Gomillion want to thank you for listening to Gomillion and Gomillion Interview and Prayer Call Podcast.